Hello beauties, welcome to Uniquely You. I'm your host, Terry. I'm the face behind Midlife Eve. I'm an identity shift mentor, small business owner, mum, wife, and all around funny bitch. Here on Uniquely You, we are going to be scaling all of the taboo subjects and revealing a few hard-hitting truth bombs. I'm going to be interviewing some epic women from all walks of life to bring you a little bit of inspiration and empowerment, but also to help you think outside the box. So strap yourself in, it's going to be a ride. Welcome, welcome, welcome to my first ever podcast. Uh, Just a disclaimer. I have no idea what I'm doing. I've absolutely started from scratch. I have done a little bit of research and if this goes live, it's going to be some kind of a miracle. Um, But I also just wanted to say that because if you've been thinking about trying something new and you don't know how to do it, I want you to know that there are actually other women out there who also have no clue on what they're doing but they're still giving it a crack. Um, The support that I've had from this podcast, or not even from this podcast, but talking about me doing this podcast has been so overwhelming. I am so grateful for all the people who have um, shown encouragement and said, oh my God, I can't wait to listen and so excited for you and all that sort of stuff. So Thank you, and I hope you enjoy hearing all about this in this episode. So why a podcast? It's it's random. Like, I've never had a dream to do a podcast before. It was just something that all of a sudden popped into my head. Um, I have been following uh, Tina Tower, who is an incredible business strategist, and she does online coaching and I've been watching her for a while and she was talking about uh, podcasting being a really great way of getting out to a wider audience and I guess building an audience from scratch uh, I'm on Instagram if you are not following me from Instagram you can follow me on Instagram at midlife which is m-i-d-d-l-i-f-e dot eve you know I get these chances to be in reels and you know show my personality and a little bit of stories but I mean people have only got so much time to watch stories whereas I feel like people actually listen to podcasts as I do and I've been loving doing that in the car while I'm driving if you've been watching on Instagram you'll know I love a bit of habit stacking habit stacking is where you do multiple things at once so you might be doing the dishes while you're listening to a podcast or um, driving while you're listening to an audiobook or something like that. I do a lot of traveling in the car. Um, I travel into the city and it's about a 45 minute commute for me. So listening to podcasts is just perfect for me really, because by the time I get to the city, I've engulfed an entire podcast episode and it's just been a really great chance for me to get to know other people through their podcast as well. 
Um, so yeah, podcasts are my new go-to. I was listening to audiobooks, um, but then all of a sudden I fell in love with podcasts because um, I'm actually learning quite a lot. Um, and I love learning new things and learning things about new people as well. Um, it just gives me another way to connect with you guys as well, also where I'm not censored. So as you would have heard in the intro, I'm going to be talking about some taboo things. Please don't listen to this while you have little people or little ears in the car because I swear a lot. I talk a lot of smack. I swear. I drop the F-bomb. Um, there will be a lot of talk about periods because I'm a female and I bleed and you're likely a female who also bleeds. So let's talk about it. Um, I'm going to be talking about sex and sex toys and all those sorts of things. So please don't listen while you have little people in the car. Um, and not all of those subjects are a allowed to be talked about you know you're having to use different words to talk about them on the gram and I want to be able to talk about this sort of shit for as long as I can if you have just stumbled across this podcast and you're like what the fuck is midlife eve because I've I've actually genuinely only had one woman hello Susan I haven't forgotten you who has said oh my god I love your name and and gets it she got it and I was like oh amazing how good is that so midlife is where I'm at now because I'm a 37 year old woman and the life expectancy currently in Australia for women is 73 years of age I can think of four women off the top of my head who have just lost their life in the last 12 months who are 73. That's pretty creepy if you ask me. So obviously I'm on the eve of being midlife if you're talking those sorts of figures. Um, and when I actually started this as a brand, I basically just came up with the name that was it I was like midlife eve I'm at the midlife I'm at the eve of my midlife and I just really liked the fucking name so I rolled with it but I'm also now as things are starting to land for me and become aligned in what I want to be able to bring women through midlife eve is actually my target clientele is women around the same age as me in their 30s in their 40s because I've discovered through my own journey that this is actually quite a significant time in our life you know we've all since we were younger oh you know that they're having a midlife crisis that guy's gone and bought himself a Ferrari because he's having a midlife crisis I don't feel like I'm having a midlife crisis by any means but I know that I have been through quite a few identity shifts definitely as a teenager so if you are a parent with a teenager know that they are going through the most brutal identity shift probably of their life because there's hormones there's all the things so obviously I went through it when I was a teenager and I grew up in the middle of bumfuck nowhere so I didn't have access to all the things that I wanted to have access to that teenagers need in their life so that was my first one I think the second one probably happened not in such a big way uh when I went from uni 
into work but then my biggest most predominant one was definitely when I after I birthed my first child it is such a big shift in our identity going from being footloose and fancy free even if you are married or have a partner or you know you're in a relationship or whatever to then being tied to this tiny human who is relying on you to keep them alive it's it's a wild ride and then emerging from the trenches of parenthood back into work life you know once they can feed themselves and wipe their own asses and things like that and you're like you know you've been wearing clothes that you've chosen purely based on can I whip a tit out and feed a screaming baby at the drop of a hat that's how you've chosen your wardrobe don't tell me it's not true I know you're laughing right now because I know you get it so that was me I had all these breastfeeding clothes and I had nothing else to wear I had stretchy pants because like my body had completely changed shape I had this big gut that was still you know going down or not that it really has but you know I loved it and you know I had really long hair obviously washing your hair when you're a new mum is a nightmare you're lucky to wash it once a week you know you've got spew in it baby spew breast milk whatever so then I remember cutting my all of my hair off and losing 10 kilos and I felt amazing and I was like yeah and I also went through this big change in my photography style um, I'm a photographer uh, is my I've got a degree in photography so that's my sort of bread and butter job um, and so I changed my shooting style then as well I did all this research and followed all these women and you know changed my shooting style which was you know amazing and yeah that was that was my first identity shift a big part of that I'll never forget was my beautiful friend Jade um, she was a fashion buyer at the time and she took me shopping and I had always worn like really loose baggy pants because the widest part of me is my hip and you know I'd lost 10 kilos or something and I felt amazing and she took me shopping and I'm not a crier like I'm not a very emotional person I don't cry that much she took me into the change room. She chose out a couple of items and she put me in the change room and she she goes, you know, what do you think? And I almost burst into tears. Just from how she had dressed me, I looked like I'd dropped an, another five kilos and I was fascinated because I was like, wow, just by how I'm dressing, I look completely different and it never occurred to me. I was dressing like this frumpy mum, like I, I looked way older than what I was, the clothes that I was wearing because just because of the way that I was dressing. So you know, having things like that, that was huge for me. And I started investing in pieces of clothing back then. And that would have been seven or eight years ago that I'm still wearing now. They're still active pieces in my wardrobe because I invested in classic pieces. But there's so many women out there who don't know about any of this stuff. So this is the, this is the sort of stuff that I want to be able to talk about. Um, my next identity shift happened um, just last year. And that was the one that's led me into midlife eve and and what i'm doing now and and talking to women um, i also really want to bring some fucking epic women into your world as well i am so lucky to have the most incredible community of women that surrounds me and i know that there are so many women out there who don't have that and um, I want to change that for you. So I'm planning on interviewing quite a lot of women from, you know, all walks of life about a whole different range of things. This 
you know, this podcast isn't just going to be about food or dressing yourself or, you know, things like that or mindset. It's going to be all the things. Sometimes it's going to be random as fuck and you're going to be like, why the hell has Terry got this rando on here? It's just the way it is. But I'm so, so grateful. But I've already had so many women say, hell yeah, to being part of this podcast. And that just makes my heart sing. They don't even know what we're going to be talking about. And they're like, fuck yeah, I'm in. I I couldn't be happier about that. So some of the things that we're going to be talking about is obviously I've just touched on how to dress yourself. It sounds simple, but a lot of women don't know how to dress themselves. They don't know about there's colors that suit your skin type and your hair type and, you know, you might have a longer torso or longer legs and how to dress, you know, that sort of stuff. So we're going to be talking about that. How to find the right underwear for yourself. Because also women are quite afraid of purchasing underwear. Like they don't want to ask the assistant because they're like, oh my God, she's going to see, you know, my mum gunt or something like that. Yeah, we've got you covered. How to find the right undies. And also sexy undies because when you're wearing undies that you feel amazing in it just gives a little bit of an extra pep in your step hair and makeup and also hairstyling so this is going to be around like suiting your face shape your skin tone and colors that suit you as well i can't wait for that i um, have known sylvia for 20 years and she is fucking amazing and every time she cuts my hair i'm blown away so can't wait to have her on there body confidence relationships sex and intimacy sex and intimacy i'm gonna scream from the fucking rooftops if you don't know me personally i'm always talking about sex and all the things lots and lots about sex toys and self-pleasure this is going to be a huge topic for me if you're already following me on instagram you will have already seen that i am shouting from the rooftops please please be masturbating because it just opens up a whole new world for not only yourself but also for your relationships and for your intimacy with your partner the amount of women that don't masturbate i just can't get over it um we are going to have freya on talking about yoni mapping um it's been very highly recommended from a very trusted friend of mine I don't fully understand yoni mapping, but I do trust what she's talking about. And I've seen Freya's content and it is epic. And she is just one of those epic fucking women that I can't wait for you to have in your ear holes. Uh, Connecting mamas with meditation and also just connecting mamas. Because yes, whilst I am going to be here talking about two mums, I'm not specifically talking about being a mum. The other part of Midlife Eve is that we get so tied up in uh no my husband won't like that or i'm a wife or i'm a mum so i can't do that no fuck off with that that's not that's absolutely not right midlife eve is all about you and finding you and finding all about you and doing you first and then sure you are a mum you are a ceo you are a wife you are a daughter you're a sister your cousin, your all those things, of course, but you are you first. So that is what we're gonna be talking about. So my beautiful friend Kat does beautiful women's circles, which I've attended 
uh, if you've been following, you will have seen that I attended. Um, she is incredible. Uh, the experience that I had with her was mind blowing. So also I'm going to be sharing who these women are so that you can connect with them as well and have this same epic experiences that I've had as well. Home styling, Karina is amazing. She has um, recently come into my world and um, blown my tiny mind. Uh, she does uh, workshops out of Mornington in Victoria, if you're here, um, monthly workshops where she teaches you how to style your home. I cannot tell you how beautiful it is to have a home that you come into that's just got some beautiful pieces that you love. And you know, just learning how to make your home beautiful. Maybe you've already got a beautiful home and you're, you're down pat with that. That's fine. I won't hold it against you if you skip that episode. That's fine. But, um, she's also just an all-round amazing human. She's a mom. You know, she's starting out her business too. So I think you'll enjoy that. Meal planning and meal prep. You will see me banging on about it because I am fucking busy. And so meal planning and meal prepping has been a big part of my life. And it has really changed the dynamics of our house how stressed I am, how much more time I have available for myself. I'm going to bang on about it, yeah? Fitness and working out around your cycle. Obviously, you know, not everybody loves working out. I don't love working out either. I, I get you. Finding an exercise that you enjoy that doesn't feel strenuous. I think in this era of, you know, you guys, we've all grown up in that, uh, you know, you only exercise to lose weight. Fuck that. <laughs> I have really had to do a lot of mindset work around this and I've turned that around to you know a I'm able-bodied and I get to exercise how fucking lucky am I because there are some people out there who can't go for a walk or can't go for a run or can't just go for a swim easily um, so I'm able-bodied and I'm super thankful for that but yeah just being like how good I feel I feel strong when I move my body and it makes me feel incredible the endorphins are flowing all that sort of stuff i'm all about it i'm gonna be talking about periods there is gonna be a lot of period talk just just so you know lots of period talk get get ready for that if you don't like talking about periods well you might learn a couple of things the other thing is like i think some of us also had parents that didn't even really tell us about periods like it was just like, hey, why the fuck am I bleeding all of a sudden one day? I've spoken to women that that's happened to. Thankfully, I grew up in a house that that didn't happen in, so I'm quite lucky. Schooling, homeschooling and unschooling, because I know there's going to be some mamas there. My friend at the Sonzi Life, M, who I met in the most beautiful way, is actually an ex-school teacher who is now unschooling her own children and watching her ways of life... I just fucking love it. It makes my heart sing. Holistic living, living in chemical free homes, using aromatherapy. We're going to be diving in to a lot of it. So there's a lot there. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so who the fuck am I? Um, I grew up in a small coastal town called Malacuda. We moved from Melbourne in the Yarra Valley and we lived on the farm in the middle of absolutely bumfuck nowhere. We had no power or TV reception, but I was in grade four and I thought it was the best thing ever. Uh, we had a menagerie of animals. We had a massive vegetable garden. Uh, we moved up there with snakes and crocodiles and wallabies and emus, rats and mice, snakes, turtles, like you name it, we, ha we had it all. We literally piled it into my parent, into my mom's HQ, Holden HQ, and off we went. And 
on that drive, one of the crocodiles escaped and was crawling on the wallabies. So I had to hold on to it. It had its mouth taped up, don't worry. But it was actually a pretty fucking epic experience uh, that I will remember forever. So I grew up like riding horses. I had my own pony, um, riding motorbikes. Me and my girlfriend used to whiz around on our Wee 50 in our best dresses, living our best life, basically. Swimming in the river, all holidays. We were just up and down from the river. I was so fit because I was never at home. I was always out on the 152 acres, just roaming around, you know, doing my best thing. When I started high school, we then moved to a stunning caravan park in the most beautiful beautiful river in the Malakuta Lake system called the Wallagra. Uh, that place will forever hold a special place in my heart because it, I guess, I went through my identity shift there. So there I was swimming, I was fishing, I was driving boats every weekend. I had my first serious boyfriend there. So all the things happen there. I think that's why that'll hold a special place in my heart. And I actually want my ashes to be spread in that river as well. So, I mean, when I was living there, I thought it was shit, of course, because I'm a teenager and I'm like, oh, I want to go bowling and I want to go to the movies. And that stuff was like an hour and a half away from my, ha my house. I spent my holidays working in the family business every holidays we didn't really go on holidays but those skills that I learned now in hindsight were absolutely priceless and I realized that I had a, actually a really blessed childhood then I moved to Melbourne to study photography as I said I have a degree in photography I was actually one of only 12 school leavers who was offered a position at RMIT and that was purely based off an interview and also my black and white photography skills which I had done myself in the dark room <laughs> does anyone remember those days dark room in the at high school. So my entry portfolio was of my naked girlfriends posed as sirens on the beach. Girls, I know you're listening. <laughs> I love you. Um, so from there, I went, while I was still at uni, I started working in a portrait studio um, and I made a lot of friends there and I learned so much there. But there was just a lot of incredible humans there. Um, some of the ladies I'll actually be interviewing that I met when I started at that job. But part of my job there was actually learning about women and their insecurities because I was photographing strangers off the street and helping them to dress in a way that made them feel confident they were getting their hair and makeup done you know we were we were highlighting their gorgeous features and so that they could see their own beauty within them so this is like this is a long time of work for me so during the 12 years I have been in business as a photographer I have gotten married I've birthed two boys naturally um through water births, which uh, just was the most amazing experience. Um, and as I mentioned, I've been through a lot of different identity changes, but I didn't know that that's what was happening at the time. So the most profound one that I had was actually after the pandemic, uh, which I think you know, when I'm listening to other people's podcasts, so many people are talking about this. So many things shifted for so many people, either during the pandemic or after the pandemic. If you're not from Melbourne, uh, we endured almost nine months of continual lockdown. We were so lucky to take out the title of the most lockdown city in the world. It was brutal. I think a lot of Melburnians would agree that they've suffered from some sort of trauma, whether that be, you know, time away from family and friends, homeschooling, oh God. But through that time, my marriage broke down. As we were going into lockdown, my marriage was almost over. I reckon had we not gone into lockdown, we we would have split. Um, but because of everything so unknown and we didn't know what was going on, we sort of had to dig in and, and sort it out. I also have one highly anxious kid and then they took my job away. So yeah, it was a really 
interesting time for me. So when we were released last October, I came out of lockdown feeling like I'd exited the zombie apocalypse. Like I'm talking eyes boggling out of my head, arms in front of myself, like a zombie style. I'd been following Anna Rose through the pandemic um, and she was a massive source of inspiration for me. I looked forward to her posts every day. She was, uh, she's based on the Gold Coast and she was out, you know, and her, her catchphrase is, it's a beautiful day to have a beautiful day, get out and move like you love yourself. And the only thing that kept me alive through those pandemic days and all those lockdowns was walking me and my friend Alison used to clock up 10Ks every weekend just getting the fuck out of the house and away from our husbands and kids and just having somebody else to talk to. So yeah, Anna Rose was yeah motivating me to get out and live my best life. It li- I literally looked forward to her stories every single day. Then she brought her program, Self Love School, to my attention. And I'll, at first I was like, oh God, somebody's selling me something. No. And then, I don't know, something just grabbed my attention. And I was like... Mm, okay, I'll have a look. So I watched her masterclass and I was like, she's speaking my language. Like she's actually speaking to me. So I didn't realize it until then, but I I really just felt like shit. Like I was just really dragging my heels. I had no drive whatsoever. I wasn't motivated to get back out to work. You know, I'd just been laying in bed pretty much for nine months doing not much at all. So I actually bought her program literally 10 minutes before the cart closed at midnight uh, whilst we were away on a camping trip. But that program fucking changed my life. And it is the actual reason why I am here today. I'd always been a bit of a glass half empty kind of girl. And I was always looking at things as I'm seeing the reality in every situation, but it was very negative. The way I used to look at life was very negative. Um, I was always ready for the worst thing to happen to whatever it was. I was always preparing for the worst and that's not a good way to live your life. But I didn't know, I didn't know that at the time. Uh, So after my newfound perspective on life, I devoted this year purely to self-development, personal development. I dove into books and I guess that's what's led me to podcasts as well. Um, Audio books, listening to audio books while I was driving into the city and I've had some crackers and also they've now helped shape to where I am now as well but yeah I've read book after book and I've learned so much not only from them but also about myself during that time I also identified my wildest dream whilst in Anna Rose's program and I'd I'd really never even given it that much thought but I want to travel full-time with my family so that's my goal if you've seen some of my stuff on Instagram, you will have seen me talking about goal setting. So my goal is to travel full time. And so I am just working backwards from from that. What do I have to do? That's my wildest dream. So what do I have to do between there and there to get to where I want to go? And what's the best way to achieve that? That's what birthed midlife eve as well. I'd sort of been getting lots of feedback. I'd had a lot of friends reaching out to me in situations, you know, talking to me. The amount of women who I have been the first person other than their husband that they've told that they're pregnant, you know, in those really early days and you're so fucking excited. It's finally happened. You know, you've been trying for ages and, and I'm the first person to find out that they're pregnant. I'm like, what? It's just, it's so beautiful. You know, I, 
I really, really cherish that. But also just hearing the impact that I'd had on them, you know, I've got a, another friend who started doing, you know, a fun morning on a Friday with her, with her kids and stuff like that. You know, other women saying, oh, you know, you inspired me to take a trip with my kids and things like that. People are telling me all the time, oh my God, I love your energy, da da da. And after reading The Big Leap, I realized that this is actually my zone of genius. If you haven't read The Big Leap, go read it. It's fucking epic. But basically your zone of genius is where something doesn't feel like work because it's something that you're really good at and it's something that comes naturally to you as well. And I get a real kick out of knowing that I have positively impacted someone already as well. There's just, there's no greater feeling. I remember a few weeks ago when I shared that I was going to start a podcast and I had no fucking idea what I was doing. And, you know, I, I sort of said, look, if you don't know what you're doing, it's okay. There are other women out there who also don't know what they're doing as well. And I inspired somebody to start their small business page up. Like, Fuck yeah, I'm absolutely here for that. So I'm going to be speaking a lot from my own experiences, experiences that I've had with my friends. And I know that I've had a very different life to a lot of other people. I mean, as we, as we have, but I grew up in a very open household where, you know, we openly talked about periods and sex and, you know, I was allowed to have boyfriends from a young age and staying over and all that sort of stuff. So, you know, I know that not all my friends have been lucky enough to grow up in a household like that. I'm an open book and they know that about me and that they can talk to me about anything they want to and there's no judgment you know and I trust me I have been in the trenches with a lot of my girlfriends on really heavy stuff but they know that they can have these conversations with me and you know it's it's safe and, and judgment free I want to be able to offer a community to women as well because I've seen how powerful the community is the incredible community that Anna Rose has created through her NFT project. It's called the Awaken Woman NFT on Instagram. If you want to have a look at that, is over on Discord. Oh, epic! And I know that there are going to be a bunch of women who are listening who are from Anna Rose's world. Hello, ladies! I fucking appreciate the shit out of you. Um, but yeah, community having women at your back, you know, going yeah, cheering you on, and and all this sort of stuff. It's it's so good. I love it. So the first thing on my impact agenda is going to be screaming from the rooftops, not only about self-pleasure, but also about journaling. Fuck me. This has actually been the most unexpected part of my journey. So my girlfriend, Lisa, is a life coach uh, and she had been banging on about journaling for years. And I was like, ah, ha, ha, mm-hmm, yep, yeah, mm-hmm. I just kept on fobbing her off. And then she said to me one day when I was going through a difficult time, I was talking to her and she said, why don't you just give it a go? Like just try journaling every day for 30 days and just, just see if you like it. And if it didn't end up happening or help or whatever, then just stop. So after a week, I was calling her raving. I could already see so much clearer just from one week by 30 days obviously I was gushing about how amazing it was. As I said, because I was a bit of a negative Nancy and I, you know, was seeing the reality in all the situations and things like that, it really just helped me delve into my thought process and what actually was happening. And then while I was thinking about it all, I was coming up with solutions to the issues in my own head. It's kind of like, you need to think of journaling like free therapy. That's what I tell people. It's like free therapy. You do it all yourself. It's all in your own head. You don't have to show anyone. You don't have to tell anybody about it, but you're doing it. And it has changed me so much. So if you would like to play along, 
I'm going to challenge you to journal for 30 days. If you would like your own journal, your very own journal, which I have published, uh, you can get one. I will leave the link in the show notes to write in. Otherwise, you can just use a blank piece of paper. But I've also put together some journal prompts for you to use as well if you are so fresh and you're like oh you know I like the idea but I don't know where to start start by writing dear diary nobody cares nobody's I'm not going to be the hangover shot and go oh my god did you really write that no that's not going to happen nobody's going to know you can hide the journal under your pillow or under your mattress so nobody ever finds it if you're too scared that people are going to read what you've written that's completely up to you but yeah if you so desire Get your hands on one of my journals. Um, I have some that I can post out to you. Um, otherwise, if you are in the US, you can purchase from Amazon. I'm really proud of it. And I really think that you'll enjoy it as well. It has heaps of little emojis in it that you can color in with pencils, um, like how much water you've drunk, your step count for the day. You can set your intention for the day, talk about three things that you're grateful for. But yeah, it's really special to me. I think you're going to feel the same way, but yeah, link in the show notes for that. This is the first time I've talked about this, but I'm also going to be releasing my own program called Unveiling You early next year. And it's going to be based around all the subjects that I mentioned earlier. I've identified these through my own experiences as areas that women struggle with. This program is going to be your very own little identity shift. Some of you are going to know that you need it and others of you won't actually know that you need it until you're doing the work and you realize how much you did need it like me. So if you want to get your name on the waitlist for that, you know where that is too. Yep, in the show notes. Stay tuned for next week's drop of the podcast episode. I hope you enjoyed today's episode and I will see you back here next week. Thank you so much for joining us today, beauties. I hope you laughed as much as I did. If you loved this episode, I'd love for you to send me a DM on Instagram at midlife.eve or even better share a screenshot of this podcast on your instagram stories and tag me so i can say thank you for listening tune in for next week's episode